Welcome to Sitting Here Reading Corn with Tori Ross. I'm obviously Tori Ross, author of The Cuffing Season Contract, Winning the Witch, and the upcoming All I Wank for Christmas. Sitting Here Reading Corn is the show where my guests and I read our sex scenes for you and go off on tangents. What in the hell were we thinking when we wrote this? Why did we write it? Dear Lord, why have we done this? Your questions will be answered and you'll probably end up with more questions. So pour a stiff drink. I know I'll be drinking and my guests probably will be too. Send the kids out of the room because we get down and dirty. Buckle up, buttercups. On this episode of Sitting Here Reading Corn with Tori Ross, I have Jen Bullard with me. How are you today? I'm good. I'm excited. Nervous, but excited. That's okay. You said it was your first podcast. This is. We're popping your podcast, Cherry. I know. I love it, though. It's fun. Um, what do you What do you do in the summer? Are you doing anything fun? My kids go back to school on Thursday, so our summer is winding up. But uh, we did a lot of going to the parks and water balloon fun, and like just enjoying each other. So it was, we had a really fun summer. I'm so jealous. I've seen a lot of my author friends send their kids back to school for the summer. And I'm like, oh, we've got like two weeks left. <laughs> yeah. So, so Florida starts early here. Um, and they're only going to school for two days, which I think is really funny. And I also am wondering if like the, the all the teachers are going to need wine after those two days or something. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If it wasn't so weird, I'd probably like just give all of my kids' teachers liquor and probably, I probably would have done that from preschool on, but I thought it'd be weird, you know? <laughs> I know people who do though. You're like, here, you're going to need this. I, I mean, I always feel bad when I send my kids to school because I know they're handfuls and I'm like, good luck with the sass. Bye. <laughs> it's so funny because I used to work in education too. And the I would always be able to tell, I'm not going to name names or name schools or anything, but there was a PE teacher, certain PE teacher that I worked with, and you always knew what kind of night he had based on the number of bottles of Pedialyte he was drinking. Oh, no. Is it a one bottle Pedialyte day? That means he didn't, he only drank a few beers last night. Is it a two bottle? No, that's, he really had a bad day yesterday. <laughs> he, he, he chugged some bottles down. Oh, no. Oh, I loved him though. He's a nice guy, but you know, it whatever. Do <laughs> <laughs> whatever works, I guess. What are you doing in the writing world? Are you writing anything this summer? Are you doing any anthologies, events, anything like that? I just finished Desire, which is a um reverse harem um beginning of a duet and it's going to be a Cinderella's stepsister retelling so it's a book through Drusilla's eyes um and it's right it's it's been really fun to write um I finished it's with the editor right now it will have FF and MM in it as well and there's this really hot spin the bottle sex scene that I just loved writing it was so much fun to do that sounds so original because I hear a lot about, I mean, like fairy tale retellings are huge right now. And you hear a lot about like the main characters of these fairy tales we know and love, but you don't hear a lot about like the side characters so much. So that's a really interesting take on it. And she's always perceived as such a villain, right? And really in this book, um, Cinderella is the villain. Um, and 
it's it's just like this crazy thing. She ends up, uh, Drusilla ends up in a reform camp and um, she's basically being trained to be a sex worker of all things. So it's like really, it was just so much fun to write this book. And next week I start Seduce, which is the end of the duet. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Nice. Uh, are you drinking today? I mean, I know we're recording at like one in the afternoon or two. <laughs> I'm drinking uh, water. I <laughs> kicked my kids out and I was like, I'm going to drink water. I always like to say, oh, I'm going to have a drink. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to have water because it's like middle of the afternoon. It's 900 degrees outside. <laughs> It really is like we're supposed to be in the middle of like this awful heat wave and I'm like just hold out on me AC because this is the time knock on wood when like things get wonky so it's been holding out and it's been fine but it's like 90 to 100 degrees I can't yeah <laughs> I'm with you there <laughs> I'd move to Alaska if I could um what what are we reading today so we are reading um, a section from The Darkest Chord. It is a rock star reverse harem dark romance. Um, okay, so I you said Darkest Chord, like C-H-O-R-D, right? Not chord? Yep, chord. Oh, like okay. it's musical chord, C-H-O-R-D. Gotcha. Um, it's a series of three but I'm about to write her happily ever after fourth book. So um, there's no more cliffhangers after the third book. Like it's a completed series, but there were so many questions left over um, that I, I really wanted to write her a, a last book. And I laughed because I asked my, 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 uh, my reading group and I was like is it ridiculous if I write a 90,000 word novella and they were like Jen that's not a novella and I was like I can't uh, I don't know how to write little sorry <laughs> but we'll pick all the words it's fine so that last book is going to be called Endless Harmonies um and it's basically her happy happily ever after and I'm writing an MM primal sex scene because I need it in my life right <laughs> this one does yeah right <laughs> um in that book too so um that's going to come out in December so I've got lots of like good writing um going on and uh Desire is my 12th book and I'm having my first author anniversary in September so it's been oh, a busy year thank you okay so set up the scene that you're going to read for us okay so Lennon is our female character this is in her point of view um, she had a really bad thing happen to her right before this, and she's kind of um all scraped up. Um, she was drugged basically at um dur during um one of her um concerts, and so she gets lost in Portland, and um they end up finding her. So she's really rattled, and she's trying to find her control back. And Turner and Rourke who are two of the people who are in her established relationships, decide to give that back to her by offering her um, to Peg Turner, who usually does not give up control. These are men who typically switch it, but um, they would rather have control. So they are giving her back her ability to feel centered. Okay, so just in case listeners aren't familiar with pegging, and I've talked about it on the show before, but pegging is when a woman 
puts on a strap on and basically deadpools <laughs> the gentleman. Um, so she's going to so be lots of lube is necessary. Yeah. Um, and um, I think right before this happens, um, he they 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 end up uh, tying him up there in their um their uh tour bus and he is now tied up um and she uses lots of lube if you're going to attempt pegging i always tell people lots of lube the strap on that she's using is uh underwear with an attached um dildo piece so it is connected to her which gives her better ability to thrust etc and gives her more control as well okay in the underwear piece, there is a bullet. So she flips that into that little pocket. So she's getting simulation as well. Okay. Go ahead and hit it. Hit it. Dazzle okay. us. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> okay. You got right. this. How do you apologize to your mistress? That wasn't very nice. I coo with the teasing smile. He pouts as he realized that he fucking growled at me. It would be adorable enough to climb like a spider monkey and ride his face, but I have other plans for him. I'm sorry, mistress. Can I give you orgasms in punishment? I snort, breaking character and laughing. I was just thinking of this as a possible punishment. I want to fuck your tight ass first, though. If you're very sorry, I'll be gentle. I tell him as I turn a panel in the bus around to face us. The panel is a mirror on the other side, showing my beautiful blonde angel perfectly at my mercy. I grin evilly as I pick up lube, the bullet, and a crop. I doubt I'll use the last item, but I enjoy seeing his eyes widen before the heat with a desire. Oh, baby curl, please make it hurt, he tells me, and I giggle. I walk behind him and then check the mirror. I can see Rourke now on his knees in front of Turner and myself behind him. I kiss and nip along his back as I drop to my knees. Laying out my goodies, I pick up the crop and bite my lip. This could be fun. Rourke. I'm sorry. Did you say laying out your goodies? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) I love that. I'm just going to lay out my goodies for you. You can look at whatever. (laughs) I'm sorry. Keep going. (laughs) I'm ridiculous. Let's just be clear. I love it. I love it. I love ridiculous on this show. Everybody that's been on the show will tell you I love the dirty and ridiculous. So you're doing okay, great. Good. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Rourke lick Turner's cock like the delicious dirt dessert that he is, but don't let him come, I order. Glancing at the mirror as I do, Turner's head drops back as he groans and Roar chuckles darkly. Oh, darling man, you've definitely unleashed our beautiful Valkyrie now. Lavender, please. Oh, fuck, Roar. He gasps as he's licked from root to tip. So fucking delicious for our groans as his mouth devours our man's tip, pierced tongue dragging along it. Open your legs nice and wide for me, I command, my voice t- uh, pitched just loudly enough that I know that he can hear me. His legs open quickly and I smile eagerly. I drag the crop over the back of his powerful legs, enjoying the darkness of the crop against his lighter skin. Pebbling in the wake of the cool leather i drag it up his thighs before cracking it along his ass turner's hips thrust forward forcing more of his dick into roar's hot mouth ah mistress he whines please i'll be good 
I painstakingly drag, slowly drag the crop up the other leg. Are you sure you'll be a good boy for me? I ask, my eyes devouring the red mark I made on his ass. Yes, baby. Anything but this. I need more. This is torture. He pants. Mm, maybe next time you'll reconsider drilling at me, I say lightly, continuing to drag the crop around his flesh. I'm going to end the torture soon because I'm greedy. My chest is heaving with desire and I'm forcing my hand not to tremble as I ever so, if I'm, as I move ever so slowly, I need to be inside his ass. Fuck him down for throat. I force my whimper down because I can end this whenever I want to. I need to see how far his hips jerk forward this time. Finally, after what feels like forever, but I know wasn't, I strike his ass. Turner isn't ready and he gags Rourke as he thrusts with a cry. Fuck, please, please fuck me, mistress, he begs, and I grin. This is what I needed. He begs so pretty, but never for me. Feeling high on power and desire, I stand, making sure he can feel the press of the dildo between his ass cheeks. Is this what you want? You're not nearly ready yet, though, I murmur. I squeeze the lube between his cheeks, determined to do this well, and slide the toy along it. Stop teasing, please. I swear I don't need any lead up. Just fuck me. For... Uh, moans. Is that true, Rourke? I ask as they pour lube on the dildo as well. I glance in the mirror as he comes up for air, spit trailing from Turner's dick to his mouth. My lips part and I find myself licking them. Why is that so fucking hot? Roar has the perfect pouty full lips for sucking cock and I flush as I stare at him. Yes, Lenny, fuck his naughty ass hard without any buildup. I don't think he deserves it, he said with a smirk. His piercing winks out as he turns to look at me. Are you feeling a little needy, darling? I can't wait for your tits to spill out while I fuck you. I just have to decide what hole. I gulp for air, staring at him. Intentionally, I unsnap my bra, letting it fall to the floor. Jesus, you're so fucking perfect, he whispers. Turner turns to... Uh, tries to turn his head towards the mirror to see, but his arms are obstructing his view. This isn't fair, he complains, and I grin. My torch, uh, my core tightens as I grab the bullet, slip it between the hidden pocket where I'll hit my clit, and then flick it to the highest setting. Whimpering, I know that I'm going to explode as soon as I get enough friction. Time out. I push- do they mm-hmm. actually make those? I'm just asking for a friend. They do. They really do. They okay. actually. I messaged my very, very good friend. And I said, instead of looking at the internet, I'm asking you. And she sent me a picture of hers and all the things so that I would be ready to write the scene. Okay. Because <laughs> so I was just like, mock-up is something she owns. <laughs> I was like, I was just wondering if, like what the technical requirements for this were. <laughs> so I'm like, well, maybe they have it really. I don't know. <laughs> they do have them. They really do come with like the panties and everything. And you slip the penis, the, the dildo in, and there's a part for the clitoral simulation as well. Okay. Isn't that right. cool though? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Makes things so a lot easier, I guess. <laughs> um, and it makes it easier than needing straps, etc., because it's way more stabilized because it's on your body from what right. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going. No, you're good. Uh, okay. Sorry. And found it. All right. <laughs> you see where I was. Such a good boy. Taking her big cock, Roar soothes, his hand massaging his ass before swallowing him whole. Head thrown back, Turner groans. Fuck, y'all take me so perfectly. Why have we never done this before? Oh my God, more. So this is Turner's fa- first time doing this. 
Okay. I slide out before pushing all the way back in. I thrust and grind, moaning as my bullet rolls perfectly along my clay. Fuck, that's so good, I gasp. Shuddering, I gush so close to coming, but not there yet. My nipples are tight and needy, and I rub them into Turner's back. Take what you need, baby girl. It's all fucking yours. Ah, uh, yes, I'm so close. Can I come, mistress? He shouts in need, and I bite his shoulder hard as I fuck him. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, I'm close too. I moan, rocking in and out of his, out of him intermittently before grinding hard with a cry. I'm drenched, already soaking my thighs. This is by far one of the most intense things I've ever experienced. Glancing at the mirror, I watch Rora's eyes roll toward me in the mirror as he gags and sucks our man's cock as I fuck him. Head thrown back, this image is burned behind my lids as I come. So fucking wet as you explode, soaking my thighs, Turner's groans as he follows, hips losing their rhythm at his release. The sounds of Rora sucking him to the last drop follows before he pops off. My turn, he growls and stands. So that's the pegging scene. And then they end up having more sex because why not? That's, I, I didn't interrupt you that much because it, it really is. A, I, I wanted to see how like that flow was. And it's, it's such a cool scene. It really is. Thank you. It was a lot of fun to write. That's amazing. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't know how I would top that. <laughs> I'm trying to think, uh, you mentioned a pegging scene with a toy. And I didn't, I don't, I don't, I haven't written one of those. So I'm like. But now you I want have, to, right? <laughs> I think I might have to. Um, but I think I'm, I, I do have kind of one that I've written. It's, it's my whip and it's unedited. Um, it is my Christmas story. And it's the closest thing I have to that. It's called All I Wank for Christmas. Oh, I love that. And it's coming out in November. I could probably try to read that. Okay. Um, it, it, it is unedited, so I might be like, oh, but what, why am I using that word there? <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but the general idea of the story is all I went for Christmas is she gives hand jobs for a living. She works at a rub and tug and on Christmas Eve, Santa's son comes in because his dad is sick and he's got to do the delivery run and he's really stressed out about it. So he comes in for a regular massage and realizes while he's on the table that this is one of those kind of places. Um, and it's kind of almost like an insta-love, insta-lust thing. And he seeks her out later that night, comes down her chimney, is like, you got to come with me to deliver the toys tonight. <laughs> so they go to this house. I'm just going to set up the scene. They go to this house where the couple, they don't have any children, but they always write to Santa and ask for sex toys. And Santa, and Santa always brings them sex toys. Um, so they, the when we get there, Holly, who is the main character's name, uh, talks Jasper, who is Santa's son, into going down to the sex dungeon that is in their house. And so they're currently in the sex dungeon, and they decide to use the toys that they have brought to this couple um, because, you know, she wants some penetration and they don't have any birth control on them. So they're about to use anal beads up his butt while she blows him. And she also has a stick on dildo against the wall. Oh, so it really is kind of fucked. I, you got to understand, like my editor, her name is Deb, and she is just the sweetest little conservative Catholic woman in the universe. 
And I like texted her and I'm like, do you want me to send this to you? Because I feel like you'll never talk to me again. <laughs> and she's like, no, just go ahead and send it over. So I'm going to pick up. Let me get to it here. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're fine. All right. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't find it. Okay. So they just stuck this on the wall and he's like, you know, get on. <laughs> She's like, get on. You say that to all the girls. Um, so I'm going to start it when he's going to get it ready for her. Okay. Okay. So this is him talking. We can use the tanner provided lube or I can just get this ready for you. I don't answer or nod. It's a rhetorical question because I know he's going to personally get the cock ready for me to fuck. I'm not disappointed. His mouth drops open as he bends down, runs his tongue, tongue over the dildo, and flicks his tongue over the tip like he just did to my clit. He gives a devilish grin and takes the dildo entirely into his mouth like he's giving it a blowjob, even bobbing his head a few times as I watch. Watching a guy take a dick into his mouth, even if it's fake, does things to me. Wobbly knees, tunnel vision, throbbing in places I haven't throbbed in for months. He comes off it with a pop. Here you go. He waves his hand over it like it's a prize on a game show. All ready for you, sweetheart. How could a girl say no? I walk to the dildo and bend over, climbing onto the bench with a shimmy and lifting my skirt. I expect him to stand in front of me, dick in hand, waiting for his blowjob. But he puts his hand on my back and eases me onto the toy, watching every inch of silicone slide into me as far as I can, it can go. I circle my hips to get used to the girth and length as Jasper runs his hand up my back. He lifts my skirt and unhooks my bra so that my nipples hit the cold air. He palms my breasts and moves with me as I glide forward and back, fucking the toy. His wet, warm spit on it makes it more lifelike, and I close my eyes, getting into the rhythm as I push myself against it. Used to it now? I nod and he moves in front of me. I don't hesitate or waste time. Gripping his cock, I slide my tongue over his dick and flick my tongue over the hole. Salty taste hits my tongue and I wrap my lap lips around the head of his cock, drawing the wetness off him. He runs his hands through my head and hair, and I should say hair, <laughs> see, unedited, and purrs. He actually purrs. Dear fuck, did I make a man lose his mind so much that he became an animal? I want to know if I can make him lose his fucking mind. I dip down and take as much of him as I can, gagging and coughing when I back off him. He flexes his butt muscles and pushes forward as I move back like he's searching for me, wanting more. Fuck, Holly, that feels so good. Picking up the anal bead wand, I remove Jasper's dick from my mouth and replace it with the anal bead wand, looking at Jasper while I blow the toy. I just want to get it wet for you like you did for me. He nods and inhales sharply. I've left him speechless as he watches me lube the toy with my mouth. He widens his stance and bites his lip when I take the wand out of my mouth and place it at the entrance to his asshole. You sure about this? Fuck yes. Turn on the vibration, too. I flick the switch. If it gets scary, pull my bangs. Not too rough, just enough to know you're uncomfortable. He nods again and squeezes his eyes shut as I inch the softly vibrating toy into his asshole. He startles at first, even though he was expecting it. His eyes open wide and he takes a deep breath, breathing through the intrusion. Gentler, I'm a little nervous, he chuckles. I slow down and only press the anal bead one into him one bead at a time. He arches his back and pulls my head to his dick again. Suck me to take my mind off it. I obey. I've always blown guys using at least one hand, but I can't this time or I'll fall. 
One hand holds the anal bead wand, anal bead wand the other props me into doggy style position against the toy. Fuck the toy, Holly. I want to watch you. Jasper's voice is husky and so damn masculine. Demanding. I gently push back and take control of my own need for pleasure. Good girl taking that dick while I watch. He whispers, wrapping his hands in my hair and bucking gently into my face. It's hard to focus with the dildo inside me and his words driving me over the edge. I sputter and slurp around his cock. Fuck, I'd love to give him a leisurely blowjob on the couch some night while we watch a movie, concentrating on sucking his dick, working the beads, and fucking Kristen's dildo as both a workout and mental gymnastics. I don't know how porn stars do it. I look up at him with wide eyes. There's something wild and unhinged about him. He doesn't care if I'm more slobber than suck on his dick as I struggle with keeping it in my mouth. His jaw flexes, and I know I may not be a porn star, but I'm his porn star right now. I've always been told men are visual creatures, and I'm driving him absolutely bananas. My breasts spring, swing wildly below me, and he cranes his neck to the side to take a look, licking his lips at the sight. Fuck, Holly, you're so gorgeous. I'm just going to leave it off right there. That was so good. <laughs> so, it's, like I said, it's unedited. Uh, this story, um, I am usually one of the biggest critics of my own work. I don't know how you are, but I'm usually like, all of this is trash. It's trash. I tell you, um, <laughs> uh, but I, I have laughed writing this story every single day and I absolutely adore it. It's fun. Like it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's something that you don't really like hear very much of, especially like, what she does for a living and you know how she makes it work and like the positions that she puts herself in in order to make it happen and I'm just like so well it was so it was so funny coming up with this because um you know how there's books that are called all I want for Christmas mm-hmm. there's like, like it seems like there's a new book by that name every year and I saw one last Christmas but the font was really weird and it looked like the T was a K and I started laughing and then I realized, oh, it is really a T. But then I thought, how fun would it be to change want to wank? And then the the story kind of developed around there. No, I love it. It's it's really fun. Like I was listening to it. I was like, okay, I need more. <laughs> yeah, it's, I can't wait to release it, but um, it'll, it'll be out this fall. It'll get done. <laughs> so... What, how can we like sign up for your newsletter? How can we stalk you on social media? What do you have coming up? Okay, so I I have a link tree. That's probably going to be the easiest way, huh? Okay. Um, And I have a reader group and I have all the things. So let me, I'm going into my notes because that's the easiest way to do that. All right. So um, this is going to be my it's gonna have my newsletter it's gonna have tiktok instagram all the things and all the ways really okay no that's fine um so is it giving and, you trouble <laughs> no it was like we are um under maintenance but the, the link still works so it'll be fine oh um, yeah link tree is like terrible this week i've seen other yeah. authors complain like what's going on with link tree <laughs> i went to touch on it it was like um, we're under maintenance and I was like it's fine the actual link will still work if I give it so so link tree may be down today it's fine um it's uh https um and then uh the colon slash slash link tree slash author Jen Bullard and it, that will connect 
to all the things. And Bullard's B-U-L-L-A-R-D, right? Yes, it is. And Jen with two N's, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Just wanted to make sure because I know somebody's going to probably put in Jen, like J-E-N, and then <laughs> one no, L totally. for the last name. <laughs> and TikTok has a lot of fun videos um, with snippets. And my author group, I always do an exclusive teaser um, throughout the week. And um, it's called Jen Bullard's Shadow Den because it was a playoff of stalkers. Mm-hmm. And um, they all, they stalk all the things like I'm in a party and I don't announce it. They find me. And I like, just, I love it because it's like having your own hype crew because if they've read a book, they comment on it and they are like, you need this. Or my art team um, is amazing because they will recommend books, etc. And they don't have to, but they're just so excited. And you can see their excitement when they're um, talking about one of my books. And as I'm not a baby author anymore, but I still like talk about myself as such because I've been doing this under a year and it's still very new, but it's just really nice to see people excited about your books. Yeah. I I feel like I'm just getting to that point. I've been, you know, I first published in like late 2021 and then I scrapped, I unpublished a lot of that because it was superhero erotic romance. And I really started writing rom-com. So I unpublished some stuff. So now I feel like I started all over and I'm only like 15 months into that. So I feel like I'm just kind of starting out too. It's just a real experience, isn't it? When it starts happening like that and you're like, wow. Um, I'm very much a dark writer. Like I am like the uh, rip your heart out, have you scream at me kind of author <laughs> yeah um and so I have some of my readers who are Facebook friends with me so when they thought see me and I often make myself cry um when I'm writing so the darkest night series which was what I um I read from this series made me cry it is one of my darkest series because she goes through a lot um and there's her her mother is um bipolar and she was there they've always been like the butt of the jokes in their small town and so when the mom passed away um and there was a note sent to her basically saying hey your mom's dead she kind of like rejoiced and she was like I can leave now like I don't have to take care of anybody now and I can you know go find what makes me happy Mm-hmm. And then she was found and she became a rock star. Um, and there aren't a lot of uh, books where the female is the rock star. So I really right. like that. Um, and she, you know, finds her happiness. And then everything, of course, goes to shit. <laughs> well, it sounds, like you, she finds that. it sounds like you do a few different things. You know, like uh, you do, you try some different things. It sounds like you write some original stuff. You know, I always get tired of reading the same stuff over and over again. Yes. And I read a lot. And so I always want to be original and different. And they say there's only so many ways that you can, you, that pe- things can be written, but I like to find different ways to do things. And um, this allows me to, to do that. Like rock stars, the books that have a twist or retelling books that have a twist. Um, my co-write and I are going to be writing a book that is as if, um, Lion King and Mighty Ducks had a baby. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice. 
That sounds really exciting. I'll have to look for that. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for being on the show today. I really enjoyed having you. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun.